2: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
1: now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
1: Time till we're on. Get on, What? We're on
3: the air right
1: now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
2: Yeah, hello and welcome to a Tuesday night edition. Scotty Sattler and Jason Madsen in the Sports Day studio. Sad afternoon. In the world of and entertainment, we've lost another good one, mate. Kirstie Alley died this afternoon, aged 71. She yeah. died from cancer, sadly. Um, wow, wasn't it? It was.
4: That was a huge show, wasn't it? Cheers, oh, mate. massive show. And then there was the the cast off, which was Fraser, wasn't it? That's right. Mm. You
2: know, I you know I modelled my life on Norm. I thought he was my hero growing up. I just wanted to sit at a bar. And drink beer and eat pretzels and, and, <laughs> and talk rubbish. Yeah, Kirstie Alley. I know. Part of our, our growing
4: pains, wasn't she?
2: Yeah. I know. Can I just say, can I say this? This is not too soon, is it? Because I she was another one I had a crush on. I yeah, put she was. Her, a, she was a definite crush. Like Absolutely she, stunning lady. Mm. Absolutely stunning lady. And like her and Hot Lips were <laughs> my go to um crushes when I was growing. Go to
4: where were well, you going?
2: You know, no, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like. Mm. I wouldn't miss them for the world. Yeah, the movie Hot Lips is gone. Luckily, Loretta Swift's still around. <laughs> she, oh my, she was gorgeous. Mm. I know you're into Klinger. but <laughs> uh, I was. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, absolutely. Who? We, uh, look, I want to throw it in, in memory of Kirsty Alley uh, this afternoon. Are you going to go? Cre- are you, <laughs> listen, are you going to go creepy here straight away? Well, it, some say creepy. I say informative. Mm. Who was your te- Who was your teenage crush? I had many. I had many, I must admit. I mean, who was yours, Sass? Um, Dana Plato, remember her? From Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Yes. She was the daughter. I'll top that. Yep. Kelly Bundy. Is that oh, Christina no, I, Applegate? Yeah. But mm. I wasn't a teenager, I guess. I was a young man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, is, that one's creepy. Let's discount that one. Mm. Any of them on Gilligan's Island, uh, only the <laughs> girls, I should say, not Gilligan or Professor. <laughs> But but any of the uh, any of the ladies on Gilligan's it's, Island? I think we're bordering on sexism
4: now. We're just we're getting a little creepy and you always take the show here. I
2: listen, I apologize. But this is a tribute listeners. this is a tribute to Kirsty Alley, mate. Mm. Don't lose focus. It's not a tribute to Kirsty Alley, it's a tribute to your weirdness. That's what it is. All those lonely days mm. in my bedroom with a TV. That's all it was. Welcome yep. to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Uh, SCN eleven seventy AM in Sydney, SCN sixteen twenty AM on the Goldie, uh, of course the best SCN station, SCNQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy. What Kirstie Alley on Cheers? Yes, who was also another female that played the lead in Cheers? Oh, the short one with the dark hair, blonde hair. Oh, mm. there was was uh, it Shelley Long? Yeah, Shelley Long. Yeah, yeah, a little bit too pritzy for mine. No, I'm not talking about oh. looks. <laughs> who was
4: she? Oh. Tim from Parks, who doesn't freeze his meat, straight off the bat, he says, Hey lads, straight up Anna Corner Cobra or Martina Hingis. Yeah, but we will we extending it to sports stars now. That mm. that is creepy. See, Glenn,
2: he's he said, Yeah, sad passing of Kirsty Alley. Absolutely. And he was in the Klinger as well. Of course he, he was. Hey, what about um who was okay, well here's a good one for our listeners. They're smart. O four five seven seven three six seven seven six or one three hundred oh one eleven. 7. Fifty
4: from the Gold Coast is
2: yeah. Anyone, well, anyone but Adrian is smart, right? But I want to ask you this: Who was the little dark headed one? Then the la- little dark headed lady mm-hmm. um on Cheers. Not she sure. was. Al- she was always the one with the smart responses. Okay. Let's put it out there. All right, if you know it is, 0457 736, 736 Uh where were we? Oh, hello to our listeners through uh 1323 am in Canberra to uh SCN. Uh a Super Radio Network. I so say how about our listeners through 104.1 on the Tweed on Radio 97. How hot was it around southeast Queensland today? Yeah,
4: it was a lot of friends in and around the area said it was well it's been really cool conditions hasn't it? it hasn't felt like summer at all. Um yeah, but uh Definitely summer weather now for beach.
2: Uh, Those uh, lovely ladies, by the way, off Gilligan's Island were uh, Ginger and Marianne. No, we know that. Oh, I didn't. I forgot. Uh, Also, uh, hello to our listeners listening through SCN Track and on the SCN app. And don't forget, you can grab a podcast of the show. So what we'll do, we'll cut that beginning off and we'll put a more appropriate one on for you. How's that sound? Yeah. Grab the podcast wherever you get them from, Apple, Google, wherever. Um, Look for Sports Day New South Wales, and also TikTok. Check out Bad Sats, SCN, except for don't look at the chat we had with Joel and Fletch yesterday. Do you reckon Badge will be adding some content on our TikTok while he's on holidays? Badge said to me last week, were you here last week? No, you were in New Zealand, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah. Badge is going to start doing topless uh, videos on TikTok with mm. kittens because that works. Cameron has texted in, Rhea Perlman. That's her. That's her. She well was done funny. Cameron. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Cameron. Married to Danny DeVito. That's right. Okay, listeners, who's taller, Danny DeVito or uh, DeVito or Rhea Pearl? Or Peter Basaltis? <laughs> he looks like Danny DeVito. He does. Mm. Hello to Pete. He's on air in about an hour's time. He actually listens to the show. So does he? Welcome to the show. He gets show. all his ideas from us, doesn't he? Mm. Uh, Our uh, New Zealand Warriors coach, I should say, Andrew Webster joining us uh, real soon. Good of course, man, Andrew Webster. Former attacking coach, not the same journalist at the Panthers. He won't come on the show. Do you know the amount of times Jack is? SMS-ing? Yeah, no. He did say to me that every time Jack rings him, he's yeah. actually
4: at a function and quite inebriated, drink responsibly. And he said, "I wouldn't be." He
2: said, "I, w- I wouldn't be great content." But I he disagree. S- I think he'd be great content. <laughs> but he did say, "Tell the young fella to keep trying." <laughs> Perseverance, fantastic. <laughs> um, we didn't get to this story last night, and I. I, I I'm fascinated by it. In fact, I ran into your wife Beck. She's still in the in yep. the building, um, and I said, "Sats apparently got a great story to tell about you." Oh, it's not a great story. It's just probably well, you've built it up. It just now you've built it
4: up. It just describes my wife. You know, she's a very intelligent person. My wife, but she also can get um, distracted very easily. So she'll be telling a story, and all of a sudden, say, "Oh, look at the rainbow over there!" You know, it's got nothing to do with the story. <laughs> I you know what I was looking for—a rainbow. <laughs> <then>? <laughs> so we were. Um, we were out to lunch with a group of friends just for Christmas lunch nice. and, and she ordered what she, her main meal for lunch and it came out and there's about 15 or 20 of us there. And, and as she's eating, she goes, I don't want any more. I look down and she's left a heap of it, a heap of it left over. I said, why are you eating it? She goes, oh, I don't want to eat any more. I said, what would you order? She said, baby octopus. I said, okay, well, I'll have it. Well, why don't we eat any more? She goes, oh, they're too small. I feel sorry for them. What? Baby octopus.
2: <laughs> no, nah, you're making this up. I swear to God. She go and
4: get her on air now.
2: Jack, can you go and get back, please? <laughs> Just tell her if we want to, I don't know, make a donation to a yoga center or something like that. We want to talk yoga. She loves seriously, yoga. Seriously, she she's a super intelligent woman. Yeah. I didn't want to eat anymore more because
4: they were small. I felt sorry for them. But they're dead anyway. <laughs> hey. You're preaching the converted here. We have some creepy listeners, don't we? I'll be surprised if she comes on. She's quite an introvert. We've got true or false tonight?
2: Yeah, we do. I'm Tuesday, gonna...
4: true or false. Ask us Ask us a question. 0457 736 736. True or false? Can I start one?
2: Yes. Big stories today. Mm. Um, Christmas pudding should be sold all year round. False.
4: What? Anyone who invented Christmas pudding should be locked up. What? Electric chair straight away,
2: mate. It's amazing. It's disgusting and it's disgusting, Is it? It's amazing. No, it's not. Hey, you get you get the Christmas pudding. It's moist. It's full of fruit. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's and then you pour the hot custard on top of it. Why is everything centre around moistness and oh,
4: creepiness no, for you? No, you don't have to. So it. no, Christmas pudding, definitely, definitely a
2: false. She's on the phone apparently. Mm. It's one of
4: those. You know, you, you got one for me to kick off. True or false? The new Meghan Markle and Harry. What's Harry's last name? Uh, I don't know. Pro- probably M- Markle. So, you, Meghan Markle and Harry, Markle, whatever, um, have got a new documentary coming. A hundred million dollars apparently they've been paid for two oh. people that want to stay out of the, uh, the public eye. They put a documentary out. Mm. Very controversial.
2: True or false? You'll be watching it. False. I shan't be watching that. And I reckon none of our listeners will watch that either. Mm. Correct me if I'm... Correct me if I'm right. O <laughs> four five seven seven three six seven three six. Will you be watching that rubbish on Netflix with those two gooses? Now, what a waste of money from Netflix.
4: Mm.
2: Honestly. But there's going to be millions that are going to watch it. So it's, it's going to serve its purpose. Roland in Penrith. Ah, your neck of the woods, Sats. The uh, ref. Wants to have a, Hello a, boys, a how hey Roland.
4: good Roland. Uh, hey Roland, before you go, my son's moving to Penrith this weekend. He's got nowhere to live. Have you got a spare room?
5: Yeah, unlucky. I, I actually have, actually. I have got a spare room in <laughs> <laughs> Derby Street. Yeah, I do, actually.
2: His old man's paying the rent as well, <laughs> mate. Anywhere up to 500 a week.
5: <laughs> All right. Mate, I've got my son living with me, and I, I know I'm struggling to get less than a quarter of the rent out of him. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Mate, um, anyway, um, I know how you feel, Satch, Don't worry.
2: <laughs> you want to? Uh, you want to have a chat about uh, crowds at the I, cricket?
5: Yeah, look, I've listened. I've been an SN listener nearly since day one, um, and I've got to tell you, this year or this last couple of months, with everyone going on about the, the Australian team being on the nose, I'm not really that sure about that because. I've even known, Look, it goes back even further when you talk about crowds and interaction, even pre-COVID. I'm of the belief that since Channel Seven took over the coverage, there's been a fair drop in stuff because we, unless you've got pay-per-view, you don't have any idea what's going on. In the 50-50 ODI games, um, uh, the BBL, as far as too much cricket goes, is basically an NRL competition, and that's really all it is during the year. Yeah, but test cricket's the only thing we get to watch. There's no build-up or anything else that Channel Nine, you know, I'm not a Channel. I'm not you know sitting here going Channel Nine are the gods, but the build-up pre the cricket season was enormous. Channel Seven, you get nothing.
2: Mm. Yeah,
5: and I think that contributes to when people are aren't going. I mean, that 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 latest ODI series, the only reason I got to watch it was because my son plays for KO. And we nearly were going to go because we thought, hang on, there, there is a little bit of interest. But if we didn't have KO I wouldn't have known what was
2: going on. That's true. And there was no chance that we would have gone. Yeah, we had a, we had a, uh, a listener say that last night as well that's not been the same since Channel 9 uh, gave up the broadcast rights to the cricket. And now that Channel 7 have it, yeah. you don't know. And you're right, the, for some reason earlier this year, they well, just a month or so ago, they didn't even show the one days. So not even on those other channels. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, well,
5: interesting. mate, look at it the one day since Channel 7 took over the cricket. We have not had a one day on free air since they took over. Mm. Yeah, and good go point. back and check the records, and you'll find that's exactly the way it's been. That's All funny, right,
4: isn't it, with so much access to, to sport these over. days. It's it's funny with the amount of sh- amount of live access we have to sport that yep. that's, that's happened. Yeah, Thank you very much, hey, Roland.
2: Rob. Thanks, mate. Awesome. Hey, listen, you'll be happy to know. No you'll be happy to know that uh, Andrew Webster, the, the Warriors coach, will be joining shortly Portland on Sports Day. Assistant?
5: Yeah. Mate, I'm a boy. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You're a what? No, board, no. You don't go there with Panthers, please. You don't like, you he's don't
2: like it, particularly the 2003 squad, right? I dungy. hate the Panthers. I yeah. hate
5: them passionately. You should be. I have two kids that love them
4: that i got to put up with it. <laughs> you should be blindfolded and
2: fed uh, Christmas pudding. <laughs> Dropped in the Nepean River, you should oh, be.
5: Yeah.
2: We've got to go, mate. Good. Thanks, good for Roland. Thanks, Roland. Cheers. Um, by the way, um, Ian the Builder agrees with us. Shant be watching a moment of the Harry and mm. Meghan uh, special on um, on what is it on Netflix. Netflix? By the way, just on the cricket crowds, a um, uh, media release was issued this afternoon by Cricket Australia saying there's a few thousand tickets left for the first day, the first test at the Gabba. Good stuff. Tickets from thirty bucks. Kids ten dollars. Awesome. So there you go. A Few thousand, could be 20, I don't know. Mm. We don't know, but uh, that is good news going to be a crowd. Rebecca uh, Sattler is joining us in the studio. Come towards the microphone, Rebecca. She's not used to this. Beck. So, say hello. So hello. We talk about you a lot on the air. People know you, Beck. Talk. You've got it. What's wrong with her? She's shy. She's, she's very she's introverted. introverted. Mate, she's not sh- she needs a wine. That's what she <laughs> Give her a couple of. Now, those. I just told a story, Rebecca, about um,
4: you ordering baby octopus on Sunday, oh, but you didn't gosh. want to eat any more baby octopus because they were small and you felt sorry for them. Is that the case? Back.
5: No, it was because they weren't cut up. So they were in their natural form, looking very much like baby octopus. I'm sure that <laughs> listeners will agree. It's no, difficult to no. Answer. What? It was Babies. called
4: baby octopus, but they looked like baby octopuses. So yeah. I couldn't eat them anymore. How dare they? And if you can't understand the word she's saying,
2: she's from the South Island, New Zealand. So don't embarrass her. You've
4: stitched me up. Thank you,
2: Beck thank, <laughs> yes. thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's great. You are a good fodder for the show, Rebecca. Good stuff. You should have seen the wine order she sent me for. To she sent me today, by the way. No. Do you know about this, Scott? No, I don't. It's about four hundred and sixty bucks. What? And I get a ten cent discount. She's actually put the discount on there as well, saying <laughs> I'm going to pay this much. It's incredible. She's saying it's for clients and such. Uh, hey, Jase, uh, yeah. night star Matthew Johns has
4: discovered he accidentally was presented yeah. his brother Andrew's 1997 Premiership-winning jersey by mistake. This is a funny story, this, isn't it? So after they won the comp in '97 beating Manly, they had the jerseys framed, and he took it apart, the jersey, to try and clean some mould that was starting to form on the jersey. And when he saw the back of the jersey, it was the number seven. Not that I'm saying. That's hilarious. That'd be worth a fortune, that. Absolutely, it Absolutely would be. Absolutely, it would be. I wonder what that would be worth on the open market. First Newcastle Premiership. Only Premiership in the ARL Super League split as well,
2: 1997. Well, who's got Matty's jersey? Good point. Good question. Has Joey got it? Has well, Joey washed the car with it? <laughs> Joey wouldn't even know where his no, frame that's is. Right. No, that's right. Have you, have you ever kept any. Memorabilia? No, but a mate of mine uh at a golf day a couple of years ago. Is this weird memorabilia? Well, no, it, it's co- it, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh we're at a uh a golf day and Ian Healy gave up something to be auctioned off. My mate won the bid, but it was it was wicket keeping gloves, right? Of mm-hmm. heels' sign. One yeah. one glove. It was just one glove. What? Did he frame it? Oh no, he gave it to his his mum, because she's a massive Heels fan, but yeah. Where's the other glove? <laughs> you wear two in a match. <laughs> Do you you know, know, Ben Ross, former front row, Queensland front
4: row, played for Panthers, um, South and also Cronulla. I was fortunate enough to win a comp with him in 03. And tremendous young guy, great player as well. And um, he was a mad Penrith supporter. Grew up on the Sunshine Coast, mad Penrith supporter. Dad took him yeah. to the 1991 Grand Final. He would have only been... Excuse, excuse me for a
2: minute, Scott. Yeah. Your wife wouldn't talk on the microphone, but now she won't shut up in the background. Oh. We're trying to, Scott, guys, we're just trying to do a radio show here. <laughs> Sorry. And
4: yep. uh, he grew up on the Sunshine Coast. He would have only been single figures, I think, yeah. age wise. So he Mad a Madden supporter, they beat, of course, Canberra in that 91 grand final. So his dad apparently threw him over the fence and they cut out a heap, big chunk of grass off the Sydney football stadium. Nice. He took that home. Yeah. And kept it for years. Obviously, it turned brown, but kept that patch of grass off the Sydney Football Stadium from the 1991 Grand Final. Imagine if you planted that in your
2: backyard and your whole backyard was the SFS now.
4: Good idea. I kept... Do you know, my dad used to take me and watch South Magpies, where Badge used to play when I was growing up. And I was a massive Mal Meninga fan and a South Magpies fan. And when I was 10, I was in the dressing shed, and Mal Meninga was this huge man. He was only 20 or 21 himself. But he's sitting on the strapping table and he took this strapping, knee strapping off his knee, yep. rolled it up and threw it at me. And I was only 10 and I was just watching him in awe. And I grabbed the the ball of strapping tape from the age of 10 to just before my 17th birthday. I had that in my drawer next to my bed.
2: Did you have like little hairs <laughs> stuck to it, <laughs> it as well? There was grass
4: all over it <laughs> as well. Yeah, so for about six or seven years I kept that. So should A weird we... Weird uh, memorabilia.
2: Yeah, have you got any? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 0111 Got to get to a break. Andrew Webster, the new head coach of the New Zealand Warriors, standing by next here on Sports Day. day.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
2: Yeah, Welcome back to it. Uh, Badge and Jace here while... Sorry, Sats and Jace here while Badge takes a holiday. Again, remember, four weeks on, three weeks off. That's the contract you need when you're starting your new job. In fact, we should have given this advice to this bloke before he signed his his job at the Warriors as the head coach. He only worked four weeks, like Badge. And then you have another three weeks hmm. off. That's the yeah. way to do it. Andrew Webster, the new head coach uh, of uh, the Warriors, joining us now on Sports Day uh, evening. Andrew, LA, I want that contract.
3: <laughs> it's you a book about sounds good.
2: It's a it's a good one. I could tell you that much. Now we're going to talk to you about a lot of <laughs> things. What's happening at the Warriors and and what you're doing with changes and how they're looking for for next year. But I read with interest. You you've said. Uh, you want to restore pride in the Warriors jersey. Can you tell us how you've started going about that?
3: Yeah, I think I think a lot of that came came from a lot of questions regarding last year comments made by players and staff that uh, the boss, you know, didn't go out there and try today. Um, they didn't. They obviously don't value the jersey. Um, I've been asked a lot of that since I've arrived in uh, New Zealand. So, you yeah, know, I've questioned. I've answered that question pretty strongly. Like everyone will understand, how important it is to to wear the Warriors jersey and and what it means, um, not only to themselves, but you know to the to the community and to all our Warriors fans. So we've started that process. The other process is obviously to restore it is to play really well on the field, in our performances, and and show a lot of resilience and effort around around things we do for each other on the field. And we've started that by training really hard and putting a lot of work into the style of football we want to play. Now, Webby, I, I commended
4: you when I saw you in, in Auckland last week about a comment you made in the media saying, you just as a coach, you can't copy and paste when you go to another club and think it's going to work. And you spent some time previously at the New Zealand Warriors. Are, is it a different club and a different athlete? With the the home based players in New Zealand, when it comes to to coaching the Warriors,
3: yeah, I think I think a lot of things are similar, like a lot of things are. But I think you're right; it's very different. Um, like I think there's three players that are here now that were here when I was here before. Um, so we yeah we just can't we can't come up with coaches. The thing I struggle with is coaches want to come up with style that they suits them and the way they like to coach to it. But the, we're not the ones going out and playing. These boys are. So we've got to come up with a style they feel comfortable with that will work. But also, will it work in the NRL? Will it win your games? Is it a style that holds up under pressure? Um, and, and things are differently, definitely differently since I got here last time. Um, but yeah, coaches, we've come up with a really style that we're happy with.
4: What about connection? Webby, I mean, it's really important as a group, and you, you were fortunate enough to coach at a club, the Panthers, who I, I've got to say, I've never seen a closer connection amongst a, a group of athletes, even players that aren't playing first grade at that time. But as a coach, do you have to let that evolve as in, inside the playing group, or is it something you can have a, a bit of an influence on as well?
3: Definitely have an influence on it um, by setting an environment where they enjoy themselves, uh, an environment where they can actually be themselves. Um, they're not trying to be someone they're not um, yeah and actually put them in in opportunities where they can have fun with each other so yeah we can have an impact on it but organically that has to happen over time because if I force it and, and try and try and generate it all in a really aggressive way then all it's going to do is be a bit of fake energy they actually don't probably feel that way about each other at the moment you force relationships Um, you don't organically let them to happen, then that's when I don't think you get the results you want. But I can certainly give them opportunities where we put them in the right environment where it can organically happen. I agree with you. If they're well connected on and off the field, um, they're going to play some really good field, um, really good football.
2: Andrew Webster on the line with us here on Sports Day. Andrew, your name was touted with a few head coaching jobs uh, for this year What what was appealing about the Warriors for you?
3: Yeah, the the big thing for me was I've been here. Um, I feel like it's always an advantage if you've been to a place. Um, I feel like a lot of coaches and a lot of people in Australia don't understand the beauty of Auckland. They don't understand what a great place it is to live. They don't actually understand what the Warriors DNA is all about. Um, So because I've been here before, I've had that opportunity and. It's nowhere near as daunting for me. Um, I've been asked this question a lot. Uh, if I had opportunity to go to other clubs, I don't know if I would have said like would have said yes to it. But just because I, I, I didn't, I was really happy where I was at the Panthers. Um, everything was going well. We we're obviously winning, but the moment I got this opportunity at the Warriors, I felt like it was the perfect opportunity for me to be, you know, my first time as a head coach. Um, yeah, and I felt like I had a big advantage because I'd been here before and I went through the process of looking at the roster that was coming, for so the new players. I really liked what was already in place. I think the bones of the strong side and I really liked the vision of the owner, Mark, Mark and um, Cameron George, CEO, I liked their vision of the place and was aligned with what I wanted as well.
4: Good signings. As you said, some really good recruits. Uh, Mitch Barnett, who I'm a big fan of and we've got a lot of Kiwi listeners, as well, through SENZ. Tamari Martin has come back successfully last year. Charles Nickel Cluckstar, who's, who's a really good player from the Raiders. Murata Niacora is, is an outstanding forward. Dylan Walker, another good player, and it seems to have found, him, found a, a new role, not only utility, but more that number 13 role, the way that, that number 13 jersey is heading. Will he be a player that you look at as more of a, a starting player as, a, as opposed to a
3: utility? Oh no, I think I think Dylan will be that number fourteen role. I think I think uh, he'll only be a utility if um, there's an injury in the game uh, or something happens. But Dylan, I think eighty percent of the time will be going on as that sort of middle forward because I I feel like the big advantage with Dylan because he's an ex outside back is the speed at which he gets across the ground. So if he's running a tied forwards with good support and a really good pass around him, I think we've seen a manly just how deadly he can be in that scenario but the beauty about it is if something happens to an outside back or or you know a 5'8 or a fullback or a centre uh, he can jump in that role comfortably. I reckon Dylan could even play edge back row mm. um, but if everything's fine and there's no injuries Dylan will be coming off the field giving us that energy um, to play in those in those positions last year I saw him play 80 minutes to manly at hooker and do a fantastic job so I definitely see him as that versatility role, but if everything's fine, I'm excited about that middle foot role.
4: Yeah, I think you're right. He could play that real John Sutton role when, when, when they won the comp, sitting on that left hand side as a bit like another another five eighth. Now a player that not many people have spoken about. I mentioned it to Cameron George how excited I am for this young player he plays in the halves. I think he's going to have a breakout season. Webby, his name's Luke Metcalf. How's his pre season been so far?
3: It's going really well. Luke's great. Uh, Luke's exciting. For those who don't know, Luke's um, come from the Sharks. He's an excitement machine. That there wouldn't be many, many faster in the NRL. I think he's he's at the right age where he's he's starting to really work it out, trying to find his niche. Um, he could he could definitely, he's, and it's up to Luke. I, I reckon he could push everyone aside and, and jump out of the ground and not only take a spot starting spot, but show the rest of the NRL um, what he can do. But He's got some real competition at the moment because he's got Sean Johnson, Tamati Martin, as you've spoken about, and he's got a young guy, Ronald Volkman, who made his debut last year. He's only, only a pup himself. So it, it's it's a coach's headache at times, but it's also what you want. You want you want competition so that uh, everyone's training as hard as they can every day.
4: Okay, we're going to loosen you up here a little bit, Webby. Okay, mm. we're going to find what's behind Andrew Webster okay and a series <laughs> of questions here okay if you any any player that you've coached over the years uh, any of one of those players that you've coached who 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 could you who would you want to be for a week and why
3: who would I want to hang out with for a week no who, who would you want to be see? you take over their life for a
4: week who would it be and why any of the players you've coached
3: well, the, the guy currently coaching Tamati Martin, mate, all he, he's the most relaxed guy I've ever met. So positive. sees the best in every situation. He's got the most simple life. He loves hunting, fishing, relaxing. So good. I reckon that's me. Yeah. Get away and just chill. No TikTok. Uh, doesn't have a care in the world. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no TikTok, no phones, no reception, nothing. Is there, a,
4: is there a player that you've come across that if asked to be Prime Minister for a day, who could handle the role?
3: Handle the role. I reckon Isaiah Yo, Yeah. I reckon he he's just one of those ones you'd uh let marry your sister. Like he, <laughs> wow. not, there's not many blokes in footy I'd let let do that. <laughs> but he's just a champion guy, loves pressure, so calm, and he answers every question brilliantly. I reckon he'd be a great politician. Yep. Really, great politician. I saw a picture
4: from his European holiday at the moment. He was standing next to a horse outside Windsor Castle, and didn't know which one was Isaiah Yeo and which one was the horse because <laughs> of the size of his head. But, uh, <laughs> okay, who could potentially be the coach's pet
3: at the Warriors this year? Oh, this is good. Coach's pet, coach's pet. A couple of boys bought me a coffee today, um, but I won't mention their names. That's like, that's like bringing the teacher an apple. Exactly. I reckon. Um, um, geez, you got me here. You got me, coach's t- pet. Well, I don't know. I think the boys are into me a little bit about um, Bailey and I've coached him before. And Bailey seems very confident, put a bit of, bit of crap on me at the moment. So I they like think that Bailey's my pet, yep. but I assure them he's not.
4: Great kid. Great kid. Okay, last two. Uh, out of the coaching staff at the Penrith Panthers when you were there, I know you don't want to look back, you want to look forward, but uh, who would have been the first yeah. to leave Mad Monday? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say high performance man Shane Elford, but I'm gonna leave it up to you.
3: First, prefer oh mate. There's a guy there called Tommy Lovell who's in the high performance staff, and he would <laughs> he would leave he would leave early without telling anyone. There's a, a Peter Wallace would only leave if he was dragged out. Yeah. So Pete, Pete, Pete um, he knows how to have a go. Mate, I tell you what, they're very well practiced in, re- in, in this area. Uh, the Panthers staff, they, they um, work extremely hard and they know how to have a good time. So, yeah, there's, there'd be a few leaving early, but Tommy Lovell, mate. Tommy Lovell. We spoke know? to... And I probably, no one probably knows but he's a good fella.
2: Tommy. We spoke to someone from the Panthers uh, coaching staff. It was on Kevin the, Ceraldo, wasn't it? No, it was no, Shane Elford. It was Shane Elford, yeah, it was. On the Tuesday. Yeah. And Ivan Cleary was still going with Wallace. Yeah. They yeah, were still
4: going. I've heard Wallace, not too bad. Now,
2: well... Uh,
3: well, I was with Wohl I was with Wall and Ivan at the Labston Hotel on the Tuesday, and Spud came for a little bit and left early, which yep. is Shane Els. So yep. you're, you're probably right. Yep. Not great. Right.
4: Dominated right. by his misses. Now, um, <laughs> now, last one. Any any player that you've coached, and he had to tell a joke to save your life and make the room laugh. Which player would it be?
3: Oh, who's the funniest guy? He's the funniest guy. Uh, the the funniest guy I reckon would be Liam Martin. You know when they're funny and they don't actually mean to be funny. He gets nominated uh, all the time. He
2: does yeah, he does.
3: Yeah, because he's a grub, and he just like starts laughing at his own jokes. Does, yeah. <laughs> like, and then everyone just starts. Everyone starts laughing at him more than the joke. So I would say, say Mato at this stage. Right, yeah.
2: yeah. Um. Andrew, we appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day. You must be excited and nervous as the 2023 I season comes around. I can't wait. am looking around. forward to it. It'll yeah, well, you, you've been counting down since No, the end I'm of looking September. forward to seeing the influence that Webby has on this Warriors side. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. You expect it straight away, Sats, or by what round?
4: No, straight out of the blocks. Straight out of the blocks. Yeah, right they'll out. play a no, pressure brand no. <laughs> of footy. We haven't seen the Warriors play since
2: 2002. And, and defense, right up there. Yep. Less than 300 points next season. Do you yep. reckon? Yep. Yeah, done. Good, Beauty. <laughs> uh, Andrew. Good luck with it all, mate. Thanks for oh. taking. <laughs> no pressure. Thanks for taking Thanks.
1: time out to chat to us.
3: Thanks for the pressure, boys. Love it. Cook
1: this. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Hey, you still got a chance to win that Ziggy by Ziggler
2: and Brown barbecue this summer. Go to iCanWin.com.au. Sats, we're throwing a few things out uh, tonight and the, the text machine's blowing up again and so do the phones. 0457 736 736. Uh, who was your 80s crush growing up? Um, we've got plenty. The passing of Kirsty Alley yeah. this afternoon, age 71, died of cancer, and she was a really good sort on the telly. So you... well, this is our tribute to Kirsty Alley. She was beautiful lady. Can you mate. describe it with a little bit more class, please? Well, actually, we've got Annette from Newcastle. Not very often we get a female uh, listener calling through. Hello, Annette. Hello. Was that classy or not? Let, let you be the judge. right what about my, the, ex, oh, the explanation of Kirsty alley uh, she passed away this afternoon 71 died of cancer unfortunately and uh we're doing your uh, 80s crushes and i thought i had a crush on her growing up in the 80s when she was on cheers now what that, that's not creepy is it uh i want to talk about
3: my
2: memorabilia okay let's move <laughs> on to that shall we uh what do you got
3: um, I have Robbie O'Davis's football boots from the 1997 Grand Final. He wore them in the first half of the Grand Final and then had to take them off because they, they had a hole in them.
4: Oh, really? So he was the Clive Churchill medalist in that game, wasn't he?
3: Yep.
2: And how did but you the get them? The
3: weird part is that well, um, I won them off a radio station. Right, but gotcha. apparently I put I put my story on Facebook, and I got uh, Robbie. O, Robbie O contacted me and asked me where I got them. I said I won them, but apparently they weren't supposed to be put up for a competition, <laughs> but they were. Oh,
4: see, Robbie. Um, he Rob- gave them
3: to one of his mates He gave them to one of his mates, and he was supposed to keep them, but apparently he put them on the radio station for a competition.
2: So you still got them,
3: and I won. I still have them in my lounge room.
2: Yeah, good They're
3: win. In glass case. My lounge room.
4: Good win. Well Annette. done. What yes. part of Newcastle,
2: Annette, are you in? I live in Cardiff. Nice, lovely. Nice. Have a nice night, Annette. Thanks for your call. Yep. Bye. Bye. One three hundred. Don't say anything. One 1170 is our phone number best piece of memorabilia great player so you've got or even it's a weird piece isn't it because you've got some sticky tape from Mo's knee
4: Mo's knee when I was 10 kept it for six years
2: Craig from Maitland's been on the text uh, he's uh crush growing up it was Bo Derek I think it was everyone's not mine
4: mm.
2: oh, so I'm I'm not old enough she was a little she was a little bit too early for me. Brendan
4: said, What about the singer in Transvision, Va- Trans, Transvision Vamp?
2: She was a stunning young lady. What was her name, though? Is it Frieda or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, 0457 736 736 is our text number. Craig from Maitland also says he will not be watching the Royals, not a fan. Yeah, no, nah, and someone else said that as well who agrees with you Ian the Builder. I think I mentioned that. You know, that um,
4: ending in 554 five, has mm-hmm. text in. Like their top three. No, it was from Caring RIP Kirsty Alley. Absolutely, we concur. Hi, boys. Teenage crush. Number one, Barbara Eden. I Dream of Jeannie. I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, number two, Daisy Duke. Yeah. 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 And number three, Farrah Fawcett. Married Charlie's Angels. Married Ryan O'Neill. Oh, did she? Actor.
2: Yeah. Again, a little bit before my time. Those ones?
4: Yeah, I don't think they are. No, they
2: are. <laughs> Trust me, I know how old you are. Someone's claiming, I do like, uh, I do like Klinger from MASH. Yeah, I'm a big fan of, mm. very good actor. We've got another caller here. Uh, Bill from Brighton's got a heartthrob for us growing up. Who is it, Bill?
0: Oh, mate, you could not go past the one and only Deborah Harry. Oh, yes. Remember Blondie. the film clip, Harder Glass? Yes. Heart of Glass, mate. It's just literally, pick me, pick me. Roll me over, base me, and I'm
2: cooked and done. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Now listen, I don't without I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound creepy. But what about? Uh, Chris, uh, God bless her soul as well. Chrissy Amphlett from the Divinals?
4: Mm. Yeah, she was pretty good, mate. Yeah. yeah I, good. I always got a little bit, a little bit loud. Uh, Bill, I always got Deborah Harry and Kim Wilde mixed up. right? Yeah. Not good. Yeah. All right, Bill.
0: Um, well, well, I boys re- yep. always reckon Deborah Harry. Was Madonna
2: before Madonna came along? Good, yeah, good there point. Go. Good there point. Go. Yep. Of course, we're not. Just th- thanks for your call, Bill. We're not just doing this because we're creepy or anything. It's because Kirsty Alley passed away today. One of the one of those beautiful women on TV in the '80s and that TV show Cheers with Ted Danson. Hey, we've got to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, some more of your calls and texts. 0457 736, 736. The lead singer of Transvision Vant was don't know. There's a million texts there. Wendy oh, James. Oh, Wendy
4: James. Shoot from Cronulla.
2: Brad the Owl. Yeah, Budster. Yeah, beautiful. Thanks mm. for keeping those. Keep those texts and calls coming through. 0457 736 736. Uh, break time. Back in a moment. A
1: Kia didn't just make an eight seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon.
2: Mother's Day is around the corner.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
2: Uh, No Badge, he's on holidays and he wouldn't be a part of this rubbish that's going on on Sports Day tonight. Uh, We're going to move away um, from from your crushes growing we're up. We're going
4: to come back to them because we've got They're to change a, a little
2: bit. Yeah, it's getting really creepy. Stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. You threw out the question before. What strange piece of memorabilia have you got? Is yes. that right? Yeah. And Ryan from Menai is on the line. G'day, Ryan. Hi, hey boys. How you doing? Good. Yeah, we're good, mate. What do you got?
1: So we grew up staunch Bulldog supporters, but we grew up in the Shire, so it was really rare we'd get to go out to Shark Park. Dad took us out in around probably 2011, 2012. Boy's got the business done against the Sharks, and they've come up to the away section to get photos with the fans. And we're getting a photo with Sam Cassiano, my brother and I. My brother notices that there's a tag on the back of his jersey sort of sticking out and a little rip. So he grabs the back of his jersey, rips it off, and we've got a this was when Cassiano was in his peak form. It was a 3XL Bulldogs jersey. We've still got the tag at home. <laughs> that's great, so mate. So just the tag. Well, it's just the tag. It's like, I think it, it was one of when the classic, they were doing the classic jersey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother added in a frame for a while, but mum just couldn't see the appeal.
2: <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks for your call, Ryan. That's good. Cheers, buddy. That's good. See ya, mate. No worries. Uh, Trevor from Glendon Brook in the Hunter Valley joining us now. G'day, Trev. G'day, Woogie. How are That's you? <laughs> How you going, man? Good, 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 Trev. Mate, we're just trying to get rid of the creepy right. factor at the moment. So you've got a uh, – have you got a weird piece of memorabilia or good?
0: Yeah, can I start off with the Sheila? I really liked growing up. It was the chick out of Lethal Weapon 2, you know, the blonde one?
2: Okay. Patsy Kensett. Yeah, Yeah, she was married to <laughs> Liam Gallagher. Liam
5: Gallagher, that's right.
2: Uh, Let's try not to use the term Sheila as well, that'd be great. Mate, what do you got? We've got about 50 seconds.
0: Right, I've got Sats' boots and I believe his jersey, if it's true, from his grand final win.
4: Well the jersey's actually on my wall.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well it, well okay. Well the, the Burt's, mate, you signed them to Woodsy? Is that correct There yeah. was um yeah, reserve Wood- grade coaches um, young bloke was on the on the sideline?
4: Yeah, so Woodsy is a guy Dave Woods, his son was the ball boy.
0: Ball boy, that's it. That's it. Right. right. So right. I got him off Maddie Woods, his brother.
4: There you go. What did you pay for him? No, I gave them to him.
0: Yeah, no, but I did. had a, a trouble. Uh, well, yeah, he would have given to him, but yeah, yeah. I, I just got him off Maddie. But because I I love your show, I'm on my way home from work. I listen to it most days, um, and I really like that. Still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. Oh, oh
0: cool. Our music stuff Um, I'm um, I'm happy. I want sets to have him back if he'd like him.
4: No, you enjoy them. Oh, that's nice. You enjoy them. they They'll blades,
2: the boots. All oh, right, blades. I mean, me, me. Give yeah,
0: me blades. That's yeah. it. Give me a blades. Bl-
2: Black boots with... Um, hey. Give it to someone whose last name is Wood. Do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you, mate. We've got to run. Trev, rubber, start, yeah. Thanks for calling, mate. Thanks, Thanks for listening. See you, mate. Oh, right, There you have it. There you go. Uh Geez, I hope he didn't pay a high price for always that always they ended up. There you go. got it. Yeah. You sure you don't want them back? No, I don't. I'll take them. I'll sell them again. Bad tinier in them. <laughs> hey listen, we're gonna to go to a break when we come back. More of your calls and texts, there are a ton of them, we'll get to those as well. Plus,
1: Tuesday, true or through. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is sports day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival G-U-V. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, no Badge. He's on holidays at the
2: moment. He's got one of those contracts where he works three and uh, works four and has three weeks off. Mm. Welcome to the second hour. All our listeners through the SEN network and the Super Radio network. Gee, gee, the text machine and the phone line. Is blowing up tonight for McDonald Jones Homes 1300 one 1170 If you want to be a part of the show, or o four five seven seven three six seven three six. That is the number as well. Oh, what better way to kick off hour two of the show than having Adrian on the line? Now, Adrian, you've got a you've got a um, a crazy bit of memorabilia. Yeah, I do actually. Uh, William, how are you, my friend? Yeah, good, Adrian. Got, Sats has got a question yeah. to ask you after your story.
0: I'll be fine your dulcet tones too,
2: Woogie. All right, mate, just c- get on with it.
0: <laughs> I, I don't start calling the shots. What? It's mine and Sats' show. S- <laughs> what? Sats, what do you got to say, mate? What, uh, Woogie, no, just I, sit back.
4: I'm going I'm to ask you, um, well, I'll ask you now, will you be part yeah. of our, our, our yeah. Christmas special show?
0: What? What? Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I'll challenge I'll challenge anybody to an arm wrestle for, tw- for, not, for twice as many beers. Anybody, mm. I don't care
2: right. uh, We know the worst thing is I'll now Adrian's from, now doing from, gear. I, <laughs> I come from good stock. My father never, was never
0: beaten in an arm wrestle. He, he used to beat, you know, he was about 85, 90 kilo crazy Italian work worked with, in concrete. And he used to beat, you know, big footballers, truck drivers, a lot of
4: them. I reckon Rob from Blacktown would smash you in an arm wrestle. Yeah, why do you say that? Oh, because apparently he trains a lot.
0: Well, he'd want to, I tell you. I Bring reckon,
2: it on. I reckon net from Newcastle, we had <laughs> on the line earlier, would as well. But anyway, we move on. Listen, no, what Sats is saying, he, can you listen for yeah. once? Sats wants to know if you want to be one of our guests on our Christmas special. He wants to get all our great callers on air. Mm. And who have you come up with, Sats? What? Well, there's Adrian, there's Danger, there's Glenn. Yeah. Oh, this is a nightmare. Apart from Danger. <laughs>
4: Annette, I Annette's now a caller. Yep. We've okay. had plenty this week as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right here. Mate, what 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 <laughs> piece of memory? No, I'm not going to forget Yeah, well I tell you what, um, Maurice Green, the sprinter, was doing yes. the Olympic games back in my
0: day. As a journalist, because I was a, an award-winning journalist as well back in the day, Wookie. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that, did you? So you
4: got Maurice Green's, the sprinter, the US sprinter. I got one
0: of his shoes. He, yeah, he was doing he was, you know, doing warm-ups. I grabbed one of his shoes and just kept
4: it. So you stole his shoe?
0: No, I didn't steal it. I, uh, I pilfered it.
4: Yeah, You're a thief. <laughs> You're an absolute thief. No, I'm not a
0: thief. <laughs> no, I, I picked it up accidentally. I thought it was I thought it was a, a telephone, a bit like you know Maxwell Smart, but yeah, you know, that's it.
2: Mm. Well, yeah. All right. Uh thanks, Adrian, for your call. Cheers. Bye. So Steve yeah. from Dubbo said
4: he'll take on Adrian in any form of physicality.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you really do you really want him yes, on our Christmas special. I do. That's gonna ruin Christmas Day for a lot of people. Mm. Quick poll. Who wants Adrian as a part of our uh, a Christmas special? So you lock it in, Glenn. You are locking in danger. I'm all for danger. Yep. I'm starting to feel sorry for Glenn. We haven't spoken to him for a while. Mm. But Adrian, no chance. I'd rather Steve from Dubbo have one of our funniest texters. Why can't we have him on? I want all our callers over the last two nights as well. A lot of new callers over the last two nights. Thank he, you very much. He, he also had a question, and thankfully I cut him off and saved our audience. Uh, about your shout next year, where is it happening? It's not. It's a joke. No,
4: it is happening. Sats
2: wouldn't shout of a shout. No, it's,
4: it's going to happen. Round one of the NRL next year. I'm going to try and organise it for the Friday night of round one, and we're going to try and have it at the Greenwood at North Sydney.
2: Well, are you going to pay for it?
4: I'll pay for it. Absolutely I will. Hmm. It's a tax write-off anyway, because
2: so, it's uh, with clients. <laughs> Of course, you've got that big tax bill, haven't you? Yep. Uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn has texted us and said, it's a sad afternoon with the sad passing of Kirstie Alley. Yeah, it was. Mm. One of the greats We well, were growing up, that Cheers show was one of the best shows ever made. Her and Ted Danson and Woody Harrison and Norm and Cliff. Remember yep. Cliff? hmm The postie? Yep. Uh, he says, RIP Kirstie Alley and my crush. Oh, no, that's not him. He said, who wasn't into Klinger from MASH? Not me. Yeah. We, we've
4: got – I've just got to say you've created a monster with the Kirsty Alley and you know, some of our great sitcom crushes over the year and, and it's gone into sport as well. Jason said, what about Gabriella Sabatini? Yeah. But it's yeah. – Joni from Happy – Steve at Raymond Terrace. My mum grew up on Raymond Terrace Road, East mainland. Did she? I uh, grew up watching Erin Moran. Joni from Happy Days. Yeah, but she was a teenager.
2: Mm. So did I... I yeah. know, oh, as a teenage boy, I get it. Yeah. But didn't the Fonz have a crush on her as well? Oh, just come on. Did stop he? it. He was creepy, the Fonz. we we spoken about him. Again, any yep. guy who has an office in the female toilets <laughs> yep. and says, hey, alarm bells. There are red flags everywhere, guys. Yep. He wears a leather jacket in summer. Right, alarm bells. Yep. Go ahead, Seth. And he was in love with Pinky Tuscadero, remember? And the and Shirley,
4: wasn't (laughs) he? Afternoon, Jess. Love your program. My all-time crush. Ashley Judd. Loz. What was her favourite movie? I reckon it was Time to Kill.
2: Yeah, no, what was the one where Double Jeopardy? Mm. That was another good one of Ashley Judd's as well. Guess who's on the line now? It's Pest Night tonight on Sports Day. Pest Night Tuesday. Oh, for God's sake. Glenn, Hello. Hello, Justin. How are oh, you? Terrific. What's going on, Glenn? Lovely to hear your bolted tones. Isn't this the worst nightmare, having Adrian followed by Glenn? Two men think so. Oh, <laughs> come on. Mm. Justin, I
3: was just ringing up to, to, yes, accept your invitation to be on the Christmas show. Okay. Thank you very much. And I won't be
4: taking on Adrian in an arm wrestle. Yep. I want to throw Adrian, Danger, and Glenn in a cage fight.
2: Oh, wouldn't that be good? Last man, oh.
4: last person to leave the cage mm. is allowed to keep ringing on the show.
2: <laughs> Fair call. Would you, how would you go against danger? Back danger? No, no, but you're in it I as back well. Danger. So, danger will beat you up as well. Oh, I'll, I'll gladly lay down for danger. Okay. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Is there anything you want to talk about? We've got people waiting.
3: Ah, that was it. I just wanted to gladly accept your invitation okay. to
4: be on the Christmas. I don't like
2: Christmas this. Cri- I don't like this Christmas <laughs> Thank special. Thank
4: you. you. Hey, green. can I uh, talk about? Um, we had a lot of opinions last night, Jace Woogie, about uh, the cricket. People's opinion of why people aren't going, whatever that may be. Yeah. And we've got a couple of texts here also about Channel Seven. We had a, a caller earlier on who spoke about the, the coverage. A high all cricket coverage. Seven is not real great. I'm not going to use the word. Uh, Fox Cricket is the best over the ads, though, even on pay-per-view. Bring on the test Thursday. So there are a lot of people from all reports that are quite excited about the day-night test. Uh, Evening, fellas. The ACB, the Australian Cricket Board, has shown they are a poorly run organisation, can't read the room, let the players run the game, mucked around uh, and tried uh, a tried-and-true schedule. Chopped the Gabba test because of an average stadium. You touched on that yesterday. Why isn't the first test at the Gabba?
2: Yeah, if it's not broken, why try and fix it? That was all, the last week in November. Can I just say, Andy I think that, that was. I think the day-night test will be a lot better because you've got a choice of watching that. And it's different. Or someone trying to make fake ice vovos. I, I know I'm going to watch the cricket. Have you seen that show? Oh, the new snack show. Oh, mm. well, seriously, have we run out of ideas? Well, just go and buy a packet of ice vovos. They're two bucks. Well, there's, a, Le- there's and, a
4: Lego show on. It's an award-winning... <laughs>
2: Just followed the Lego show. Like, say, you got snakes. Just go and buy them. They're two bucks at the
4: servo. Nick from Newcastle, I stopped watching cricket when the Aussie team started taking a knee. I just have it on the on yep. the radio on SCN in the background now. Thanks, Nick.
2: Yeah, good call. Jeez, people still love their opinion on the Australian cricket team, don't they? Uh, one here, we were talking about Christmas foods earlier, and I can't believe Sats does not like Christmas pudding. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Horrific. Uh, Sporty Gav from Newcastle has weighed in on this great debate. My favorite food at Christmas is the homemade shortbread biscuits from my beloved mother. Also, the South Korean goalkeeper trying to save a penalty kick from Neymar was TikTok dancing the whole time. (laughs) It was ridiculously so funny, Sporty Gav in Newcastle. See, I'm not a big fan of mince pies.
4: No, again, the person, I think the the person who invented the Christmas pudding Mm. also had a say in the mince pies. They're horrific. They're disgusting.
2: They're what? Disgusting. They're disgusting. <laughs> uh, some, do you want to do some sports news? Uh, Mike Hussey has urged Australia not to muck around with Travis Head like they did with Uzi Kawaja. Head has previously struggled overseas, but Hussey believes they need to stick with him, and they will reap the rewards. Well, he he started all right, hasn't he? He made a he made a I think he made a hundred and made a hundred in the one days yeah. or something, and ninety nine off ninety five balls. So yeah. and filled in
4: bowling, rolled his arm over a few times as well. We had some injuries. He's one of the guys in the Australian cricket team I do like. He's not going anywhere. No. And we had him on the show last week, and he was very entertaining as well. So. Well,
2: we asked him if he liked electricity. Yep. And he says, I like everything. I like everything. <laughs> mm. How good's Uzi? Yeah, I love him.
4: I mean, his age says that he's at the back end of his career and looks like that he's, he's in the twilight, but his form is outstanding.
2: Yeah, Absolutely I like, outstanding. I like Uzzy. I mean, I, I love watching a few of those boys in that team. What do you make of Carey's keeping? It's all right while we're winning, isn't it? I still don't think he's up there. I still don't think, but I don't know who else there is.
4: Well, to be honest, I don't know the the finer details of of keeping, so I don't know. I don't know how he's going. To be honest.
2: What about Tom Brady today? Now there's talk that he may be going back to the New England Patriots. He's fifty six. It's incredible. He's single though. <laughs> he's single now. He might need the money for his divorce. Uh, he led a magical comeback against. Um, they play New Orleans Saints today. Now the Buccaneers. Where are the Buccaneers? That's Under your on your Buccaneer hat, on your Buccaneer head. They trailed sixteen three with five and a half minutes left, and he got them home. He just marched 17-16. them seventeen sixteen. Marched them up the field, and you know th-
4: this is what happens when you play against people like Brady, and Darren Lockyer in rugby league is a yep. is another one. But um, in, in the final stages of games when Cameron Smith was another – final stages when you know that that person, that team's coming and there's not much you can do about it. You can't stop the momentum. And that that's what's so great about Tom Brady is that he's so composed in the moment and as an opposition side like New Orleans were uh, today and Atlanta Falcons in that, that memorable Super Bowl years ago, you know Tom Brady's just going to slowly keep marching up the field and there's not much you can do about it. You sit back in your yeah. stargaze
2: and you watch. So that's now you know – how us New South Wales supporters feel at Origin time when we think how many times have New South Wales won a game, mm. except for the last tackle where Queensland managed to score a length of the field try or Billy what, or pop up or uh,
4: yeah, happened time and time well, that again. That big fella man. and that's again, it's a really good example, Jace, because New South Wales for so many years and I remember talking to Laurie Daly about it once and he said the problem with it is you can see the, the the body posture of the, the body language of the players when the last six or seven minutes and everyone is saying, oh, they'll come home, they'll come home. And you, and you know it as an opposition player as well. You know that they're going to come home and there's not much you can do about it. And when you've got that mindset, mm. you're halfway beaten already.
2: As a fan sitting in the living room watching it, you know it's not over. Mm. You just pray to God that they make a mistake it's just incredible the amount of times queensland has done that and and also tom brady hey um bulldogs signed bronson cherry after his four year ban um now that's for 2024 20, 25 yes. season of course he copped the four year ban in 2019 for yeah, it was, was, only, was
4: it steroids yeah it was steroids 19 years of age uh, had a breakout season um and i you know, there's many that believe he probably shouldn't be allowed back there are there are some areas in sport where you're You probably shouldn't be allowed back. Um, Yeah, the steroids and a four-year suspension. um, Yeah, there was. Yeah, that was. It was not only disappointing, but a lot of will say he's only nineteen years of age. Has he been manipulated by others? Whatever that may be, and many would say after four years, why would you? Why would you even offer him a contract when he hasn't played for four years now? It's going to take a long time to get his timing back. Uh, but in saying that, his contract won't be substantial. It'll be like a, a development contract or a, a minimum wage contract at best. Um, but it's going to take him a while to get his timing back. But by the time he comes back, he's only
2: 23 years of age. He's done his time and he, he was a really good player, Sats. Really? Very good. Well, but it was good we, we but, know. Yeah, we, I know what you're going to say. We now yeah. know
4: why he was yeah. so powerful and quick yeah. is because because of the the steroid program that
2: he was on at the time. But wouldn't it be a great story that he learnt his lesson from that four years and he comes back, redeems himself, not only off the field but on the field? What a great story that would be for a man who's still young.
4: Well, more off the field than on the field. Because if you continue training um, for long periods after having an illegal substance in your system, you can still keep some of those levels of of whether it's power, speed, whatever it may be. I, I hope Bronson Sherry doesn't come back in and he expects to, after his first year, sign you know, substantial contracts from a monetary point of view. He's got to do his time again.
2: I think he will realise that. Absolutely. And I think this I think could be is, a really good story, Sats. I hope so. I, absolutely, Let's I give him so. the benefit of the yeah, doubt. Yeah, I, th- eh? I
4: think we need to. And I think a lot of those areas we, you know, I was of the belief that a lot of the Cronulla players that were embroiled in the, the peptide scandal shouldn't have been allowed back in the game. As I get older so,
2: I, I start to soften a little bit. Okay, so you're you're okay with Bronson Cherry going to the Bulldogs. Are you okay with that? Or I'm not quite sp- sure yet. Right, okay.
4: I've only you know, it's only just been it's only unearthed over the last three or four days. So I'm I'm not quite sure yet, Woogie. i yeah, you know, four years, that's you know, that's a serious that's a serious matter to spend four years out of the game. Um, okay. At 19 years of age, I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt.
2: Mike from Goolgong, Texas, guys, watch Christmas with Delta on Saturday night. A concert carols, good show. N- not a chance. I love Delta. I think she's a great performer. I'll watch anything with Delta in it. Well, that's creepy. No, that I is...
4: respect her. She's got a great voice. Mate, she's
2: a very, very, very good performer. But I've I I don't do carols. I do not do. I've never. You know, I've never taken my kids to a carols by candlelight. Yeah, you have.
4: No, I haven't, You mate. used to go to the school carols by candlelight because our kids went to the same school. No, that school. was a Christmas
2: concert. Doesn't that wasn't carols by candlelight. It's
4: still, it's still Christmas carols.
2: I only went because you could take an Esky. <laughs> And It was a Catholic you school. You actually could, couldn't you? Oh, mate. Yeah. I'd have to get an Uber home. <laughs> but seriously. You know I complained about that once on air and my previous job? That, you weren't, that, you, that it went too long? Yeah,
4: didn't it? It is painful, isn't it? As much as we love our children, it is a painful four hours of your... Particularly if you Obviously run not. out of
2: stuff in the Esky. Especially when the same, different grades sing the same carol. Yeah, I know. Mm. And you can't even hear them. And let's be honest, they're terrible singers. <laughs> but what I'm, I'm talking about the Christmas carols where like Humphrey and yeah, someone else. I've never been to one. Never the kids well, to one. Humphrey doesn't
4: sing too much. No. <laughs> Humphrey does not sing Christmas carols. But I don't you know what He, he turns
2: up. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Be quiet, Jack. Tom uh has come out today and, and, and spoken of his admiration for Desi as a coach. And as he would. Believes he will turn up somewhere else
4: Yeah, and as a head coach. Whether he does or not and there's there's some in, that are saying, you know, why they keep talking about Desi and you know, just let it go. Well, he had a pretty big influence on Tom and, and Jake's life and to be quite honest, Tom and Jake, yeah, you know, they've got so much, such great humility that when asked the question about Desi, of course they're going to say really good things about him and yeah, if they would have said, oh, I don't want to comment about that, we need to move forward, well, the headline would have been fallout between Hasler and Trebojevic. So, you know, they've got, they've got great respect for the game, great respect for for Desi as well, and mm. it doesn't surprise me at all.
2: Former NRL rising star has been jailed. Nessie Feinu.
4: Yeah, four and a half years. Um, yeah, this is after the incident, of course. So we've read about this at great length, about um, his involvement in a a serious a serious stabbing at a at a church dance and four and a half years not enough. You yeah, don't think so. Well, if you you know, we're not we're not the uh we're not the jury here, we're not the judge either. But what was the mac-
2: maximum he could have served? Twenty five
4: years. Jeez. So It he's, is pretty light, isn't he's it? It's very lucky. Um anyone's gotta to go to a fight with a knife. Yeah, uh, a coward, so
2: uh, texts on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six for McDonald Jones Homes birthday sale on now. Uh, Bronson Cherry, Steve from Darwin. The only chance Bronson will have is if he has the right people around him off the field. Absolutely,
4: Steve. And Brewster Muzz says he wasn't involved in the peptide scandal. Yeah, I, I, I realize that. Two completely different scenarios. Um, but you are right, Steve. Uh, whoever's around him is going to have the biggest biggest influence.
2: Mm. Mm. Um, got a lot of Christmas. Oh, There's a really. I just saw a really good cricket text here come through from three nine three. Put your uh, name on it and where you're from. Channel Seven doesn't have all the legends that Nine had for cricket. Ponting, Hayden, Hayden, and now Langer have to carry the load. They need a few more champions in the commentary box. Um, yeah, oh, I, this is from Toronto, Rod. I actually love Punter. I think Ponting's the best commentator in cricket right now. J.L. was really good. Really good. But I reckon that'll wear thin after a while. You know, he's that, yeah, it's it's ultra positive, which is, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, but that, that's got to wear thin after a while. Hados, I don't think they're using him properly. I saw one cross to him and he was selling sunscreen. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Yeah, like, I'd love to hear. He's got great insight. Absolutely. Matthew Hayden. And I don't know, I didn't see enough of it to see what else he did. But I'd love to hear Hados in that box while opening batsmen are facing that new cherry and what it's like.
4: Well, both he and Justin Langer formed one of the greatest opening
2: partnerships. That's right. It would be great to hear from them during those early stages, those early overs. I've got to say, I didn't mind Channel 7. I didn't turn on Fox, only because I was too lazy to hit the KO button. (laughs) And I just turned the telly on and there was Channel 7. I actually didn't mind the Channel 7 coverage. I thought it was quite good. And again... I'll say to you, I'm a massive fan of Ricky Ponning. His insight into the game is amazing. Yep. And and look what he did when he was one of the assistant coaches under Justin Langer for the Australian cricket team. Do
4: you know when Ricky Ponning, I listened to a really good podcast, the Howie Games with Ricky Ponning, and I might have some ages wrong, but he was I think he was 13. He played in under-16 national championships for Tasmania.
2: Yeah.
4: And out of the five games they played, he scored four centuries. Yeah. And then at the age of 14, he had his own bat deal. There you go. That's how good he was.
2: I, I played a, like, um, I don't know, a golf day with him and I was in his group once in down in Launceston and I've never seen a bloke hit a golf ball that far sats mm. and straight. Unbelievable. All the, Well,
4: all the cricket players are very good golfers, whether it's the, the eye, the eye to detail that they've got, or they've got so much time on their hands when they tour. Mm. That's all they do is they play a lot of golf. Right, yeah. Uh, more serious notes, Mike has texted in and said, Chris, mince pies make your farts smell like burning tar- car right, tires. Right, no, you can't. You so, can't say that. Well, Jack put it across as a text to read out. Blame Jack.
2: Um, I'm just reading this text that's come through in capitals. Please don't text us in capitals. In fact, I'm not going to read it it's in capitals. It's rude. Oh, 045773. Well, uh, well, okay, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding. Firstly, Sats and you, Mambo. Is this from oh, No. <laughs> also, uh, if Bronson Cherry has given any benefit of the doubt, Cherry dominated from a very young age, coming through junior teams and then in the RL with an unfair advantage. Well, we don't know that from a young age. Mm. We don't know that. Yeah, yeah, and, he's done the same as a cheating Olympic sprinters, so he should be a life ban. Well, for four years when you're 19 years of age, is a, is a he- healthy ban. Now, but can I say to you, Jace,
4: you know, in the NRL's favour, there is a lot of education around illicit drug use, uh, sports enhancement drugs. As there should be. It's education 101 with all players. They're aware of the outcomes. But in some cases, and only very, very few cases that we've seen in the history of the game, Someone still want to take a shortcut.
2: I get that, mate. I get that, and I get the fact that you know he had an unfair advantage over other players. I get that. But nineteen years of age, nineteen years of age when he got caught. Mm. Are you going to ruin the rest of his life? Are you going to give himself give him a fair ban of four years? I think that's fair. Maybe five, but you know we're splitting peas now. But don't you think that's enough? Let the guy have another crack and clear himself up, get back to playing uh, football on a level playing field and see how it goes. I, I, why ruin the kid's life? He's only 19 years of age. Mm. Well, he'll play New
4: South Wales Cup for a, a large portion of those first couple of years, you would think.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Because, you know, quite frankly, I don't, I don't think he'll be he'll be up to the standard physically being out for so long. You know, like I said, the timing takes a long time to get back. The There's one like- thing he's got on his side is youth. And mm. – yeah, four six five. You are right. He he did go down a road which which resembles what Olympic sprin- sprin- sprinters are willing to
2: do to to win a gold medal. Mm. And don't call Sats man boobs. It's not nice. <laughs> the seven seat Kia Sorento large SUV brings you Sports Day. Back in a moment. with The sports update. Also, we're going to get to Tuesday. True or false? Where we throw up a couple of scenarios and we get a true or false out of it. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment. <laughs>
1: kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car they made a grand utility vehicle kia carnival guv this is sports day with badge and sats we'll be back soon Kia didn't just make an eight seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Sats and Jace here tonight. Join
2: Robson Civil Projects jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Wild thing Lance Morris. Uh, yesterday, called into the test squads after an impressive Sheffield Shield campaign where he's taken 27 wickets so far. Does he get in ahead of uh, uh, Nisa or Nessa? Nisa? Nisa. Does he get in ahead of him? I don't think so. Scott Boland's in. Yeah, yeah. But there's talk that, that we could go in with two new pacemen, Boland and Nisa. Oh, well, based it, on form. And, and But Nisa swings that. He played yeah. in that pink test mm. last year, I think it was, and and absolutely killed it. So yeah should he i don't know or do we unleash wild thing by the way lance morris is probably it's a probably good opportunity with
4: nisa who's already played test cricket and still should be still should be there lance morris is, and against the west indies is probably a good probably the ripe time to to debut him against west indies who are yeah you know, let's be fair who aren't the west indies of of old but probably a really good chance to see how he handles
2: the whole test experience mm. There's a text here, Jeepers. The host is a bit of a text gatekeeper. He reads out man boobs himself but then seems to object to Sat saying fart in my text. Oh good, I'll keep listening but do as I stay stuff so there.
4: You um, know you're still on you know you're on air at the moment. Am I? Oh mm. hi.
2: Hi mm. everyone. Hey, what about this England Pakistan test match? It was on a it was on a highway. This <laughs> this this pitch mm. was flat as. Um England made about 600 in the first innings. Pakistan made 500 and something. England went back out and made 200 and something runs in about 30 overs. In that first innings, they were, they made 506 runs on the first day. They were going at seven and over at one stage. Well, four of the first five batters scored centuries. Yeah.
4: Never seen that before in test cricket.
2: And then Pakistan were chasing something modest. It was about 300 and something. 334, to, I think it was. To win in that. And it went down to the last 10 minutes mm. of daylight. What an amazing Test match, and uh, it's exciting. You know, what Brendan McCallum is doing for England cricket uh, on a te- – uh, red ball cricket is amazing, mm-hmm. and also Ben Stokes' a skipper. It's just a positive attitude. Wasn't and, that and long ago when Ben Stokes – many
4: were calling for him never to play Test cricket ever again or even represent England yeah. because of the
2: incident that he was involved in in the streets of England when he was mm. sticking up for a mate? Mm. Incredible test match. It's, got, it's being slated as one of the greatest tests of all time. In fact, um, the curator of the pitch was that embarrassed about what he turned out. He thought there's never going to be a result. This was after the first day with England. Talk about great test
4: matches. Remember that test match at Adelaide last day? And it only ever looked like being a draw. Yeah. In the ashes, it was. Yeah. And then they just unleashed Warney. Yeah, Waller just rolled. It just rolled them all.
2: Remember that test match where Captain Grumpy was in the change rooms. And I think we needed three to win or something like that, and he threw the ball down and discussed. When was it? Craig McDermott given out down mm. the leg side. I think it was. Is that when he was abusing him in the field? Yeah, probably. No, they're in the field, and
4: he said, "I'll send you home. Come here." I think that was in England
2: in a uh, in a county I think game. it was. Yeah. yeah. No, this was the one at the Adelaide Oval, and it got so close against the West Indies, and I think Craig McDermott. They believe he tickled one down leg side, but he didn't, mm-hmm. and he was given out. And well, I think we're about three balls or three runs short for the day. So, uh, World we'll Cup results overnight: Brazil thrashed South Korea this morning, four nil. So Brazil will take on Croatia. They're looking good, Brazil. Yeah, of course. Mm. Are they the faves? You reckon, Jack? Brazil, the favourites? Up, up there, he said. Thank- oh, thanks, thanks, Jack. Well, France, France will be tough. There's only eight teams left, and I think Jack's got them top three. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> Croatia <laughs> defeated Japan 3-1. I know there's more than eight teams left, Jack, because we haven't had all the round of the 16s. Uh, Croatia defeated my team, Japan, 3-1 on penalties. one all after 120 minutes, and they went down. Can I just say, I'm going to miss seeing the Japanese coach on the sideline in 80-degree temperatures in a three-piece suit.
4: Mm.
2: And just hair immaculate. Doesn't get emotional. Like doesn't get angry or anything like that. Not like but, the fans. Well, but mate, the fans—they're the most
4: emotional fans I think I've ever seen. Yeah, but not angry.
2: No, they're happy even yeah. when they lose. They clean the dress, the uh, the Stadium. grandstands up. We should get them out. Like to cricket, we should get the Japanese into cricket, and they can clean up if they want. Of course, I'm not making them, but you know the 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 cup snakes mm. at the SCG or something. How good are they? They're banned. I can't believe that. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, World Cup later on tonight, uh, 2 a.m. New South Wales time. uh, Morocco taking on Spain. Spain should win that, according to Jack. 6 a.m. games, hard to pick. Portugal versus Switzerland. This is going to be a great game. We worked it out off air, though, didn't we? What's that? And who's going to win this? Based on food. What would you prefer, Swiss cheese or Portuguese chicken? Portuguese chicken. That wins. Mm-hmm. By all means, add Swiss cheese to the Portuguese sandwich, chicken sandwich. But it is my favourite cheese. <laughs> I've got to say, better than blue vein.
4: What is that? The one that,
2: is that the one that stinks?
4: Yeah, yeah. Blue
2: cheese, blue cheese. Yes. Blue cheese yes. That's it. Yeah, it's not good for you. Sixty years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects teams for the opportunity of a lifetime, some text messages before we go to a break?
4: Yeah, on 465, Morris should wait his time. Nisa deserves a go after being stuffed around so much during the Big Bash, along with Sweppo carrying the drinks in an extended squad, Mm. robbed of playing Big Bash for the heat. Yeah, keep them back, didn't they?
2: Was it last season? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Uh, Crushers, is it safe to go back to some of these now? Yeah. Um, So I've got
4: to say, just quickly, quickly, and we're not going to read out all of them because there are so many texts, but I've got to say, Samantha Fox... Is probably leading from the crushes
2: of our listeners. Daisy Duke's there as well. Daisy
4: Duke Smet the Fox.
2: Um, hi Sats and Uh crush was CJ out of Baywatch. I made out I was drawing in my pool thinking she drowning Don't... in my pool. Drowning in my pool mm. thinking she would save me. Were you what giving yourself mouth to mouth, Grafton Bron? from Hawk's Nest said, What about Michelle Pfeiffer? in A really good movie called Dangerous Minds, yes, she was. Mm. Farrah Fawcett again before my Charlie's Angels, right? Yep, mm. Mm. Uh, evening legends. My crush as a lad was Singrid Thornton and Sally Field, the Rattleland Rooster. Jesus there's some rooster pl- supporters on, on listening to the show. Boys always had a huge crush on Elle McPherson. Well, who didn't? And she still looks incred- incredible now, she sure does. Scotty in Crony, if you just join in, the, the reason we're asking this is because. Sad news this afternoon, Kirstie Alley, who I had a bit of a crush on. But she was a heartthrob, wasn't she? From Cheers. Yeah, absolutely. Growing up. She has passed away, age 71. Too young, way too young. She passed away of cancer this afternoon. So. Tim the Tool Man, lads. What about Delvine Delaney? And she was Strop's
4: wife, wasn't she?
2: Yep. She yeah. was too, yeah. I
4: always felt a little bit uneasy about how right. Delveen and, and Paul Hogan always played that role where that cheeky little risque role. And I always yep. thought... What's Strop think about this?
2: Yeah. Well, he was, standing, he was standing there with a life saving cap on. <laughs> like,
4: and zinc on his
2: nose yeah, inside. Yeah. Not not the hottest look. No. And Hague's had the guns out and the, the cut off sleeves on the shirt. Anyway, we, we digress. Uh, let's go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, Tuesday, true or falses? If you've got one for us, chuck it up at us. 0457 736 736. It's
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
2: Yeah, welcome back to it. Time for Tuesday, true or false is where we throw up... a. Uh, a few scenarios to each other. And you can throw some at uh, Sats in particular. 0457 736 736. True or false, Sats. And Jack, who's just jumped in the studio. Have you Re- got a true or false, Jack? Have you? Yeah, I've got one. Uh, okay. Can I ask you this one from 912? Uh, Ronaldo spends more time in front of the mirror uh, before a game or Sats did from Brisbane Eel. Before a game or Sats did. Oh, who did
4: it? Hmm. So true or false, Ronaldo spends more time in front of the mirror
2: than Sats? Than I did. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'd say true.
2: I'd say false.
1: Yeah. Oh, I reckon Ronaldo spends an inordinate amount of time there.
4: What word did you he, use then? Inordinate.
2: Okay. You know, he might um he might get... What? He might actually right? get dropped. From Portugal? Next game, yeah. He might not start. Are you serious? Yeah, apparently. Oh, he'll, he'll crack it, won't he?
4: Well, he, he might do the walk down like he did against United.
2: They're worse than tennis players. These soccer players, aren't they? Mm. Sats Mitch Moses is crazy for not accepting a million at the Eels. True or false? True. Yeah, I think true. Yeah, I
4: think um, whether he's whether he's sitting back and holding off because of money. Well, he's not going to get much more than that. Um, and you want to do it before the season starts. We spoke, well, you and I spoke about this last night, didn't we? The, the three of us were speaking about it off air. and – Because if you start the season and you don't start off out of the blocks really quickly, that price tag could drop significantly. And then you've got another young player by the name of Dylan Brown who they want to invest their future in as well. So if he's going to hold off, he's going to look at it. I don't think he's going to look from a monetary point of view. I think he's going to look at it more, where's my ability to win a comp? Okay.
2: Okay. And
4: they're one step closer to winning a comp, Parramatta, which they haven't been able to get to in recent years.
2: Right, yeah. You got one?
4: True or false, Uh, BBL will be affected crowd-wise. Just about the beliefs from around their national team. False. True or false? False. 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 No, do you think they'll turn up?
2: Yeah, it's families. It's family. Lots of kids go. It's three hours, over and done with.
4: Do you find the t 20s getting longer and longer now?
2: Well, they are. Um, Yeah, they have been because they've been having reviews.
4: Mm. Yeah, true.
2: Um, By the way, we're doing this for greyhounds as pets, finding homes for incredible greyhounds. Another one here for you. Uh, True or false, West Tigers will win the grand final in 2023. That's from Michael from Dremoyne. Michael, false. But I say that hoping that the West Tigers make the finals. Another one here. Will history repeat itself, Sats? Spain beat Australia in second round and went on to win World Cup. So Argentina beat Australia, so maybe it's history repeating itself. True or false? Cheers, Toronto Rod. True
4: Rod. I hope Argentina win it for Lionel Messi. He's a good man. True or false? Christmas bonbons
2: are crap. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, not no, a No, it's fan. not the bonbon. It's the hat. I can dig the jokes. but it's the stupid hat. Because you're but yeah, I'm yeah, normally you're, sweating and it sticks to my phone. You're grown adults
4: that are pulling going, yeah, I won. Like, <laughs> what you do don't you win? really win anything, do you? No.
2: A... I've got a friend who makes her own for us. So mine will have a little bottle of whiskey in it mm. and everyone has a, a gift related to them, unless the kids grab it.
4: Uh, ending in 744, hi boys, poor Beck throwing her under the bus about the octopus, how it's got like his beef cheeks.
2: What? That was early in the show.
4: Beef cheeks. Oh yeah, the food beef cheeks. Served with or without the cow head present, Kate from Surface Paradise. I think I know who Kate is.
2: Well, yeah, who? Mm. You know what I want to say? Is
4: she a big fan of yours, Kate? She's a big fan of... My wife Beck. Okay. I'm pretty sure, I'm positive it's the same Kate.
2: I think it looks like Beck's number. Personally. No, it's not Beck's number. Greyhounds make wonderful pets. Head to gapnewsouthwales.com.au to find your perfect new family member. Got to go to break when we come back. Kids, stand by.
1: Sats's last laugh, not too far away, here on Sports day. It was a day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival G-U-V. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. You're right over there. Did you just concuss yourself with your headphones?
2: <laughs> Welcome back to it. Uh, Sports Day, our last segment already. Cheese. what are you doing for tea tonight? Um, you foods. Oh, nice. Mm. I'm going on a date with Aria, mm. the evil twin. The evil twin. Yep, we're going to runaway leagues for a $12 palmy. How good's that? How good's palmy? I know. Mm. Mum's got... A mum, mum and Amani, I don't know what's happening in my house. They're becoming cultured and I don't like it. They're off to the nutcracker. Is that a like a play? Is it a musical? Look, I told her it's, you know, those jackass movies. I've told her it's jackass and they just kick each other. Uh,
4: between
2: the legs. Yeah, between the
4: legs.
2: No, not. No. New Farm Australian through and through. Uh, for those listening on the Gold Coast on SEN, 1620 AM. And, of course, Radio 97, 104.1 FM. On the tweet, geez, it was it was hot around Southeast Queensland today. At one stage on the car, it said thirty-eight degrees, so it was pretty warm. Um, rugby, who geez, who went to school on the Gold Coast? I can't think of anyone. Ben Iken. ah, uh, Ben Iken, yeah, yep. grew up in the Gold Coast. Some bloke called Scott Sattler, cool. Manny Rogers, went yeah, to went TSS. To TSS. Yep, yep, there you go. Uh, 29, top tomorrow after an overnight low of 18. A bit of relief after that hot day today. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge
1: & Sats.
4: Here yeah, for expert car service, book in your local Repco authorised service centre. True or false from Steve. Stephen Crichton will sign with... That's not Stephen Crichton sending in about himself. True or false... Stephen Crichton will re-sign with the Panthers. Comes off the contract at the end
2: of next I year. I should be asking you that. I'm going to
4: say false. What do you reckon? I do Brian Toto,
2: He was Brian he was their priority. Who's chasing him? That's prob- That's got to come into the equation. I think Bulldogs. Mate, they can't take everyone. Cameron
4: Seraldo. Um, but did he, kick out, but did, Burton.
2: didn't he make a, a deal with Ivan Cleary? He wasn't going to steal everyone?
4: Yeah, but, I mean, the Panthers may not be able to afford him. From a salary cap perspective,
2: but doesn't it come down to the clubs, though? Like, and again, I don't want to pick on the West Tigers here, but if you've got a choice of a million bucks at West Tigers, or let's say eight hundred thousand at West Tigers, or six seven hundred thousand at Penrith, mm-hmm. as a, maybe you've got to take a clip, you'd stay at the Panthers, wouldn't you? Yeah, because yeah, got more chances of winning a premiership. Yep. And I, I'm not dissing on. You could use that for the Titans, yeah. Or but whoever. He, wants to, he wants to play fullback. Right. Which is big money. Yeah.
4: And he's never going to do that with Dylan Edwards. Is the, is the top fullback minimum wage now a mil? No, no. Well, if you're a very good one, I think it's around 700. Is that all? Yeah, that's, that's for a good one. So why do but all then, these wingers want to go and be fullbacks backs? No, now? but then you've got the ones who are top class, like your Tom Trebojevic's and Tedesco's and Pappenhausen's. They're definitely worth a million dollars. They have a, a far greater influence on the game. But Stephen Cron's like that as well. He's a big game player. We've seen that. And he also is a goal kicker. He's a try scorer. Um, And many who know him very well, Freddie Fittler, for example, has always said he believes he's a fullback as well.
2: Yeah, right. Okay. Hey, I noticed a lot of the Socceroos are now back. uh, Not – well, the Socceroos playing in the A-League are now back. And they'll be turning out for their clubs this weekend, which is great. And we talked about this last night with Alex Brosk. How does Football Australia – Take advantage of this now. You've got these household names who have done unbelievably well Mm -hmm. at the FIFA World Cup. How do we now grow the numbers for the A-Leagues? Because let's be honest, the numbers are poor. The television numbers are poor. I think Alex Bross summed it up beautifully. Instead of trying to jump on the back
4: of the Socceroos' success at the World Cup, try and personalise the players that we saw on our screens Mm. to the fans that don't normally follow a lot of football,
2: a lot of A-League. So I I think he summed it up beautifully. I think it's the only way to do it. No doubt you'll hear more about that on the Global Game a little later on for those listening through SCN Radio.
1: Let's get into this. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. (laughs) I can't believe I just wandered in. He's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, True or
4: false, Woogie Bronson Sherry does not deserve to be
1: playing
2: in the NRL. False. False. You think he should be, yeah? I think he served okay. his time. The penalty that was handed to him, whether you like it or not, and as long as he's clean, yes, he deserves it. So great
4: news, the invisible man and the invisible woman. Uh, they got married last night. Nice. They've got kids already, but they aren't anything really to look at. <laughs> oh, Jack. Jack laughs.
2: And claps at everything in the background. Can I tell you another? No, we have got no time. Heartthrob? Uh, Susan Hoffs has got from oh, the Bengals, go. has got a lot of votes. Hey, we've got to go. Uh, this has been Sports Day. Grab the port. podcast, Sports Day New South
1: Wales. We'll be back tomorrow night. Good night.